Hi, this is Carrie Brownstein. This is DJ Premier. This is Darren Aronofsky. You got the Rizzo right here. Rose McGowan. Right here. Aisha Tyler. Tribe Call Quest. Fred Armisen. Prince Paul. Javier Munoz, Seth Meyers. Frankie Cosmos. Flying Lotus. Hi, we're Haim, and you're listening to the Talk House Podcast. Ow! What's up? What is up? I'm your host, Ellie Einhorn. Welcome back to the Talk House Podcast. This week, I'm joined by... Annie Fell, Associate Editor. Annie, you and I had a fantastic time at Pitchfork 2019. Truly incredible. Each year, the TalkHouse podcast heads out to Pitchfork and sets up backstage to record some of our favorite artists playing the fest and from the city in conversation. This year marked five summers of collaborating with Pitchfork Fest on the podcast. It's been great. Yeah, we've had heavy hitters like Brian Wilson with Carly Rae Jepsen, Kamasi Washington with Thundercat, and Haim with Churches. Yeah, and just like Pitchfork itself, we've also had a lot of artists that, as I like to say, are your new favorite band. Artists that you discover there and realize just how fantastic they are. This week, we feature two Chicagoans, two young people who both started playing music relatively recently, and of course, both played the fest this year, Tasha, a.k.a. Tasha Vietz Van Leer, and La La Lala's Lily West. Yeah, Pitchfork always does a really good job of highlighting the music that's coming out of Chicago. And so with this talk, we wanted to play off of that and bring together these two artists who have put a lot of time into the scene. And it's been so cool to watch both Tasha and La La Lala grow beyond being just local artists to tour nationally and internationally in the last year or so. Now, Tasha is a singer-songwriter, an activist, and a poet. She grew up in Chicago on the North Side and embraces what she calls radically soft music. It's very powerful, very gentle sounding, but of course, the meaning packs a hard punch sometimes. Her music is heavily inspired by her experience as a black and queer woman, as well as her community work. Now, Tasha's debut, Alone at Last, came out in November of last year on Father Daughter Records. That's one of my favorite independent record labels. And I listen to anything they put out, Annie. They always kill it. They really do. They really do. And and when they sent me Tasha's record, I was taken right away. I was also inclined to check it out because Tasha has collaborated with Jamila Woods and Louder Than a Bomb. I'm a big fan of Jamila's and Jamila is somewhat of a poetry mentor to Tasha. Yeah, she participated in the Young Chicago Authors Program. Yep, such a cool organization in Chicago. Now, I got to see Tasha play earlier this year at Forum Festival in Arcasanti, and I was completely blown away. I knew we had to have her on the show next time we were in the same city. From Alone at Last, let's check out a clip of Tasha's song, New Place. You won't falter. Throw your prayers on up to us now like grandmama on your altar. Day is coming when we dance hard them. No more black folks left for you to keep on pushing to the bottom. Baby, come now. Our vessel is waiting. It's okay if you feel nervous. Look at me, my hands are shaking. I just love that record. So beautiful. Another record I was really taken with last year was La 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 La's The Lamb. Yeah, really great record. La 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 is the vehicle of Lily West, who actually originally hails from London, but then moved to L.A. with her family as a teenager and now is based in Chicago. She's a self-taught artist whose music talks candidly about her experience with addiction, sobriety, harmful relationships, self-destructive habits, and the death of close friends. 
She uses synths and guitars, and her music kind of evades genre. Yeah, you and I were talking about this earlier, and there's some indie rock in there, there's some shoegaze, but then there's some electronics that I I don't know how you'd classify it. Yeah, I feel like the only real classification is just to say that she rips. She rips. (laughs) Post-genre ripping. I first heard her actually when she opened for the Phoebe Bridgers, Connor Ober supergroup Better Oblivion Community Center earlier mm. this year. And immediately I knew I had to go look her up right after. She and her band just floored me. That's not the only high profile show she's played. She, she's been touring with Death Cab for Cutie recently. Annie, I thought it was so cool to see a little clip on YouTube of them actually covering one of her songs. Yeah, it's a huge thing. How cool is that? Why don't we take a listen to her version of that track, Destroyer? So good. Awesome. These two get into quite a bit. To me, it was really neat to hear about how much they're learning all the time. They're musicians who are blowing up pretty quickly, pretty early in their careers. And their conversation turns to adjusting to having a team, adjusting to having success on an international scale. They also talk about Marie Kondoing your Instagram. (laughs) That's some serious shit. We hear about the perils of making jokes on stage. They also talk about imposter syndrome. That's real. That's real. Super relatable. And hilariously, Jack White's technophobia. Quite a topic these days. They talk about the intricacies of picking out your stage outfit and the pluses and minuses of freeing the nipple on stage. Should we roll the tape? Let's do it. Hi, Tasha. Hi, Lily. How's it going? It's going going pretty good today. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm a bit overwhelmed. Yeah, it's it's an overwhelming day. You just played. I just played. How do you feel about that? Um, I feel great, honestly. I just wanted to have fun and for it to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like since I we booked Pitchfork, I have been nervous <laughs> for like six months. <laughs> and now I feel like I have no problems. Mm-hmm. I'm just like cloud mm-hmm. nine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel great. I'm so excited for your set tomorrow. Thanks. So what are you what are you focusing on now? Now that you're done with this, like, do you have other things to worry about, to stress about? <laughs> um, a little. I mean, I just feel since we were on tour so much. Yeah, yeah, you were. It's and it's been a while since our record came out. I definitely feel pressure to make m- new music, and what I'm doing with that is attempting to not feel it and like yeah. it, just enjoy music for for me and what it is. Do you feel pressure for like? for it to come quicker or for it to sound a certain way or just like all sorts of pressure? Definitely. I think just speed, just for it to come quicker. Because people who I work with who are so great and I love them all, but that's sort of part of their job is sort of encouraging me to make new music. But it just, I'm just so sensitive. Like everything that anyone says just (laughs) worms its way into my subconscious Uh and Makes it, like, while I'm trying to write a song, I can, like, hear it echoing mm, in my head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that happens more 
or I, I feel that more as more people, like the team grows. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like a very, very new thing for me. And I'm not, yeah, I'm not used to that at all. Well, I think that having your art be your job or part of your job is strange just by itself to, to like monetize it in that way. It's like monetizing your emotions yeah, in this weird way or so your expression. Strange. It's so weird. It's so strange. And then the, the bigger the team becomes, the more people that, I mean, it's not like they're, only livelihood but it is part of their job like mm-hmm. they rely on you like they'd be okay you know they, yeah. they'd be okay yeah. you're not like the only <laughs> client but it is important to them that you all succeed in whatever way that is right yeah I'm not I'm not used to that and I'm not good with working with other people in general like I do so much by myself and yeah. make so much and perform so much alone that it is really hard to even like talk to other people about what I'm doing because I'm kind of like it's not yours it's mine (laughs) like what do you want to know about it just wait till it's done that kind of thing yeah so were you making music by yourself before you started like playing more with the band that you have now or like were you doing solo stuff at all um like at the very beginning not really I mean I really started playing music when I was 19 and I remember just sort of (laughs) jamming if you will (laughs) With two other people. <laughs> Didn't you tell me that you don't jam? I don't like, jam. Like fundamentally. You're like, I absolutely <laughs> do not jam. don't jam. <laughs> uh, on the record, Tasha does not jam, will not don't jam. Don't ask me to. Has don't not jam. me to a jam. No one. Nope. I saw Perfume Genius tweeted the other day, stop asking me to collaborate with other artists. I only collaborate with Jesus Christ. <laughs> so Amazing. Funny. That cover was so good, by the way. Thank you. I wanted you play that before that was oh, yeah. so good. Thank you. When yeah. I got up on the, I like went on out the, to I, speak it. I was like, this is this, way less sturdy <laughs> than I thought. I was like, what is holding this up? It's on wheels. Up? It's on wheels. Yeah. I only knew that because I was, you know, right there. And uh, I noticed it was on wheels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yep. Bold move. Thank you. I think that this honestly might be the last time that we have. We played that for the past tour. And oh, yeah. I think that it's time to put it to bed. Yeah. Um, it's time. Yeah. Especially since you know, I feel like having seven of us today was like the most epic that it will sound. And then it was so many back. people. It was so many people. It was, it was so fun. It sounded really great. I wish it could always be like that. I know. I know. It's so hard. Are any of those folks working on like recording stuff with you? Like um, all the not people right you play with? I mean, I'm not really working with. Well, Abby and I just recorded a, a one off song. Oh, yeah. For fun. I saw yes. that on Instagram. You're in the stew. In the studio, um, <laughs> I was really, it was last week and I was really worried I was going to get sick for uh, oh, yeah. Pitchfork. So I was pounding apple cider vinegar mm, just straight. Hot. It was, wow, cr- it was crazy. It was terrible. It honestly <laughs> was. At first I was like, this is kind of funny. Like, <laughs> but it was so extreme. My stomach hurt so much. Um, did you know that I, I'm asking Abby to play with me? I did to not be in know. my band. <gasps> yeah. Oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah, she I just seems recommend. very great. And so I want to play with her. She's a phenomenal person and a phenomenal musician. Great. And it's a great match. Okay, great. <laughs> Shout out Abby. Shout out Abby. <laughs> um, for a, a tour? Yeah, I mean, I'm doing just like small, like five dates on the East Coast, five dates on the West Coast in the oh. fall. Um, but I haven't done a headlining tour yet. So that's what They're headlining. this will be. Yeah. Amazing. 
who knows if any people will come, but the, they will come. <laughs> you always think they won't come and they will come. And even if it's small, it like means something. Yeah. 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 So I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to switch things up for those, for those tourists. So it's so, I personally, I find it to be very important to switch things up. Yeah. Yeah. To keep that, to keep, I mean, the like, we're talking about monetizing the feelings I feel like that is a way of like averting that a little bit. It's like keeping it a little bit on your toes or like playing mm-hmm. in a way. So it's not just playing the same songs for an amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. And I like I feel like I've been saying this for a long time, but it's true still that I'm I feel like I'm doing things for the first time so much this year. Like I only just started touring for the first time and. Like, I haven't even really found the way I really like to do things. Like, I feel like I'm still, like, trying out, like, trying out bands and trying out sounds and totally. trying out, like, writing even and, like, seeing what I actually really, like, I like what I've done so far. But, like, I'm still trying to figure out something that feels even better than what it's already felt like, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. No, totally. I feel like that has been absolutely my journey as well. And I feel like, honestly, I've been playing music probably... F- four years like pretty heavily now and I'm only now starting to really respond to what I'm doing and being like oh oh, I actually I'm being intentional and I like this and I totally value everything that happened along the way and it was fun and it was interesting and it's also I think that the hope is that you continue to feel that a little bit like moving towards something yeah other yeah, that still feels like invigorating and fresh and like you're learning stuff as you go. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like doing things for the first time, is it scary? And if it is, do you like that? Like what? Yeah, I like doing these two little tours that I did was was kind of scary, but I mostly just really liked it because like at least playing in front of people I don't know, I love same oh my god strangers yeah amazing the stakes feel so low actually and like I feel confident in my ability to make a really good first impression I think so like that's one thing that I can count on so like playing at least playing in front of people I don't know like that's fine I think that there's a lot of like so often there's the feeling that I don't know what I'm doing and that I actually am like bad, you know, and that I've just fooled myself into thinking that I'm- You do feel I'm, that way? Sometimes, at least like when I'm, I, just when I'm around people I really love and respect and admire as musicians and and like people who like them, sometimes I'm like, oh no, like actually maybe, like maybe I'm fine, but I'm not like really good. <laughs> like no, I, just I, that kind of thing. I feel that I would say 95% of the time. 5% yeah. of the time I'm like, I did a good job. (laughs) 95% is like, oh, I'm actually the only not real musician. Yeah. Like everyone else has has managed to be a real musician. And for some reason, (laughs) I faked my way. Just ended up. Every step of the way, I just happened to be a fraud. And I I use other people that I respect definitely as evidence. I'm like, well, they can play that instrument better than me. They can express themselves better in that way. And that's proof. Right. Yeah, which I mean, but I, I'm just I'm asking because I'm comforted by the fact that you feel this way. I feel like not a lot. Of, if people feel this way, they often don't admit it. Mm. Oh but yeah, I, no, also I definitely feel like this. People are like the longer that you do it, the more that you just accept what it is and who you are. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm working on. I'm working Same. on yeah, just um, letting myself do what what it is that I want to do and what feels good for me and. Yeah, like you said, it's different when there's other people who have um, a stake in what it is that you make. But 
it's been, I think the last couple of months actually have been better for me. Like just letting, like letting that pressure go and just focusing on me. That's great. Yeah. It's hard. It's really challenging. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now I feel like at the risk of sounding like a cliche, just the way that everything is consumed in media, you know, and obviously Instagram is just there's a lot coming from a lot of places. I talk in about Instagram all the time, world. honestly, because it's <laughs> really, I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about it. <laughs> it's really, I feel that it has affected the cultural landscape more than any other thing in history. <laughs> I kind of agree. Like it's really changed everything. I had this weird moment the other night. I was on like a, doing a talk thing. And in my, I didn't say it out loud, but in my head I had this feeling of like, everyone was only existing online on the internet. And I was just imagining like how much is based in like what starts from the internet, like, like doing this event, like being connected to someone through Instagram and then it being promoted only on Instagram and then mm-hmm. being in touch with people only online. And then like you exist in real life for a moment, but it's like being filmed and recorded and then pictures are being posted of it. And then you leave and then you like talk about it more on Instagram. And you like look at it when you're alone on your, yeah, in your bed right yeah, before you go to sleep. It's just very, I, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh we only we only exist yeah. online we don't exist in real life it's really scary and twisted yeah but that's something i try to be really separate from i like try so hard because i really i open instagram all the time but i close it right away because i i look at one thing and i'm like i feel bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah. again it's like evidence i'm like evidence of my failure yeah <laughs> like, yeah i'm not so i'm not down. so good at like at putting it away i get sucked in really easy uh, i i mean i open it 9,000 times a day. <laughs> I see 9,000 posts just one at a time. Just I don't scroll. <laughs> I just close it immediately. I don't watch people's stories. Mm, I don't know. Mm. I've muted so many people that I Me don't. Too. Oh my God. I, like there's literally only like 10 stories that even come up anymore. <laughs> I have so much muted. I love it. Muting. So people, don't, people don't mute enough. It they really don't. changes your mental health. It's it for your health. It literally does. I went on a spree. I went on a muting spree and it was so much fun. And it was it's amazing. so relieving. It was like goodbye. Yeah. Bad feeling. Yeah. And an unfollow spree. Not to sound like, like mean, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of people, even if I know them, like, Whose content just doesn't necessarily bring me joy. So I'm, I'm just... Uh, Mary Kondo, you're... Yeah, I'm letting it out of my life. Yeah. I think that there's definitely also too much placed on that kind of thing. There's people that I know and like, but I, I don't... I feel like everyone feels like each other owes each other a follow or oh, something. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's like, no, I don't... Just because I don't want to follow you doesn't mean I don't respect you and like yeah. you. Like, this isn't... Like, why does that matter? Yeah. I've had multiple... Well, before I knew about muting, also, I unfollowed <laughs> someone and they had they had the app. Oh, where they keep track of which it. Which is like... Oh, so, no. Which is its own horrible idea. That's terrible. And they were like so upset. <gasps> and I just... I was like, I unfollow people all the time. I still... Oh, no. Respect you as a person. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. so... It's craziness. That's too bad. I'm sorry. It's okay. Have you seen that interview, that <laughs> clip of Jack White talking about cell phones? <laughs> no. I, it's honestly, I've only heard... I saw like the headline and I was like, I'm not clicking on this. Yeah, I watched the... <laughs> I watched the whole thing. I I can't stand that. It's, I can't it's stand so, that. It's so much worse than you think. Like oh, the way that he's saying oh, it is no. like... He's like, oh, uh, you know... We we took away their cell phones, and you thought you you think that they they uh they would be sad, but they're actually happy. And you know, isn't that a 
isn't isn't that just so sad uh-huh. that people need their cell phones taken away? Like he's like, he's like, I see people walking down the street looking at phones, and to me, they look kind of silly. Oh, it's like no. congratulations. Also, I, I hear he's lying about not having a cell phone ever. I, I've heard I heard that he has had a cell I phone. I for sure believe that he's called people on his cell phone. <laughs> But I that's kind of how I feel about myself right now yeah. on Instagram. I'm being Jack White. Oh, yeah. No, true. Like, I'm not one of those. I do. I love technology. I also love my iPhone, like, like shamelessly. So I'm not. Yeah. I, that's okay. We can. I'm also now just remembering everyone who I haven't texted back from the last couple of hours thinking about my phone. Don't. <laughs> please don't bring that up. <laughs> yeah. There was a few too many like, where are you? How's, how's your day? That I just have to. Let I just ha- I haven't even I just saw the blur of blue dots oh. and I was like close I can't be wow um, yeah I mean I don't I'm not against my phone for sure I love the map feature my also my parents live in England and my siblings and it's a really easy oh, way to communicate yeah. with them stay in touch yes with your fam with do they ever come visit you here no it's my dad works a lot and my youngest siblings are uh, oh right they're little yeah they're little so yeah they need. Uh, assistance and also you know it's so so expensive to go between England and yeah. there's one of me True. and there's five other people, people in my immediate family and uh, it's a huge difference in price and also you know I live in a one bedroom apartment I don't have a couch yeah well there you go <laughs> there's nowhere to put them <laughs> yeah my entire immediate family lives in this city so I don't have to worry about that. It's very nice. It's really, it is nice. I envy it. Yeah. It's, they're all here. They're all coming. I don't know if to they're the here today. Yeah, but they're oh all going to be here. Oh my God. They're all gonna be here so fun. Yeah. My mom was here yesterday. It I was, saw an Aero's room. It was so. <laughs> You're not muted. I saw uh, an room. Thanks. <laughs> it was fun. She's never been to a music festival. She What'd told you me. think? I think she had a really nice time. She liked all the free stuff. When I saw her, she had like two, like a bottle of that pie drink. I don't know what it is, a juice thing, like three kind bars, a sparkling water. She was loving it. That Um, is so And she watched Mavis Staples. So yeah. Yeah. It was really, it. it was really cute. It's adorable. Yeah, and then she'll be, yeah, my younger brother, my older brother, my sister in law, they're all gonna. Are they excited for you? I think so. I mean, yeah. Yeah, they are excited. Yeah. I it's hard to communicate what something means to you, I guess, or like yeah. context. Yeah, it is. I, that's kind of how, I don't know if you feel like this, but like when I get asked how I'm feeling about something enough times, I like don't actually know. Like I, cause oh, I just start saying the same thing to everybody and then I don't, I forget what it is that I'm actually, I know I, know I am excited, but now I'm just, I don't, I have no emotion about it. <laughs> it's like talking about a vacation that you had. Yeah. You're like, what'd you do? And you just say you're like three things over yeah. and over again. And you're, at the end, you're like, did I like that? Yeah. Like I said, I was nervous for a long time, but I also wasn't nervous actually until like eight minutes before we played. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. while I, and I was like, yeah, I'm excited, but what, you know, you don't, you also don't know what it's going to feel like. So it's right. like, what am I excited for? And then while I was playing today, yeah. I was like, I'm enjoying this experience oh, i can see yay. how i would be excited in the past for what's happening yes now. okay yeah i, I feel like i mean. get excited in reverse almost <laughs> in, in general uh-huh. in my life people are like are you excited about that tour i'm like it's abstract to mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. a month after the tour i'm like that was so wonderful yeah you've done so much touring wow yes you were playing with death cab for cutie 
I was. That was that's cool. I'd like to say on the record that Death Cab for Cutie is the nicest, coolest band of that's all time. Really great. To they know. were so nice to us. That's really really and good. Sick. Yeah. Like above and beyond. I mean, we've been really lucky that everyone we've told with has been kind for sure, and we've had fun with. But it was like they went out of their way, wow. which isn't you know that's not a reg- I don't not to say that people who haven't gone out of their way were wrong like everyone's been great yeah and everyone should act however they want if it doesn't hurt people obviously um but we really appreciate it it was like an environment that we'd never been in like really big venues yeah with a band that most of us had loved since we were really young (laughs) and they really were so generous and made us feel so comfortable that's really nice oh it was really good that's really good it seems like you got a family vibe with Halado Negro when you were on tour. It seemed like yeah. everyone was really close. Yeah, it was, and the two other people in his band, um, Angela and Nathaniel, they are a couple, oh. which I didn't know Whoa. the first like two shows, and then yeah, and then literally like the third night they were like sitting next to each other and. I was like, this seems friendlier than I thought it was. (laughs) And then found out they were engaged, in fact. So that just made it all feel very like, oh, we all like actually like deeply love each other and also just love each other. That actually, I've noticed (laughs) that in the Paul Santor, if there's a a more intimate love in that way, I feel like it spreads to the rest of the tour. Yeah. And someone like Roberto, like he's been touring for forever. Mm -hmm. And so it was comforting for me to just have someone who like was not stressed or bogged down by like all of the normal anxiety things of tour and could just be like, there for me kind of he was constantly like do you need anything are you good what's oh, up how are you so doing awesome it was really really awesome like constantly yeah it was that's really so sweet great i yeah. love his music me too so much <laughs> yeah he is so freaking good he's like a master of sound absolutely yeah and, and emotion their live setup was just insane and i've never seen yeah. i want to so badly yeah yeah it's just the three of them just the th- yeah doing so much yeah, I it was very special. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's next after this then today? I we have a show in LA next week, and then oh yes, we, it's just another really quick trip, and it's just going to be me, Abby, and Nandi. Um, Cute. Sort of the opposite experience of yeah these shows. Uh, but it's at the Getty Museum. Which oh, I've heard about those shows. I'm like, really excited about it. There. Yeah. I used to skip high school and go to the Getty. Really? I Wait, mean, did you live like there? Twice. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I went to high school in Los Angeles. Wow. That's so interesting. <laughs> I've always been in big cities. Wow. Were you somewhere else besides Los Angeles? Here. In London, London, LA, and here. Wow. <laughs> I wish everyone could see your face. <laughs> I just have such a, I just don't like LA at all. So I just can't really imagine like living there as a teenager. In some ways it was really fun. And in some ways I really think it damaged me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the, I, the thing that I always say about LA is that people from LA, uh, many of them vehemently deny is that everyone wants to be famous, whether mm-hmm. they know it or not. And it, it like <laughs> seeps into everything yeah and just to have that sort of environment around and yeah also just 
yeah. But I was also really lucky. I went to an alt high school that was, it was, it's really cool. It's a, it's a public school, but you have to apply to get in. So it's really small. Yeah. And you're like each in your own department. And I was in the visual arts department and you have, everyone goes into their own department after lunch and has three hours of their, their thing. And it's usually like the visual arts department are all working artists. They're not actual quote unquote real teachers, Yeah, which in some ways was really cool. In some ways they were so unprofessional and like (laughs) terrible things happen. It was like, it was, it was honestly an insane experience (laughs) because we also didn't have a campus. We just rented buildings from (laughs) Cal State LA. So you could just leave really easily. And there was like, Teachers and students had Wild. inappropriate relationships, oh, yeah. like a lot, and there was like no funding for the school because it was at the bottom of the LAUSD chain. That so is there, it was, so funny. And there was some, there was some teachers who were so good and some who were so bad, and there was just like drugs and crazy. It was, yeah. it was honestly that just psychotic. Really <laughs> insane. Wait, but does that mean you're good at drawing then, or other things I'm that have to do with bad at it? Uh, <laughs> I'm not. No, I haven't drawn in a while i thought that i was gonna be like a serious oil painter i was like that is my really? life yes. wow i'm learning so much this is great <laughs> i was really excited for this for that reason yeah to just learn like learn, learn things yeah i mean how often do you just sit down with someone for like 40 minutes never never yeah you gotta there's an activity yeah 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 I, I went to that's why i moved to chicago to go to sac to be an oil painter wow and i took myself really I was what like, happened to that serious. dream um, to be totally honest, well, I, two things happened. One is that I discovered DIY music in Chicago, mm. um, and was instantly like, this is just the most amazing thing. Yeah. Um, Do you remember the first DIY show you went to? I remember. Yes. I, re- I don't remember who played, but I remember it was at Situations. Did mm. you ever go there? Yeah. I yes. And I was place. like, th- I didn't know that you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is crazy. But I remember also when the first band I ever saw that really changed my mind about everything was Super Magical. They I were called White Gold briefly. I don't think I know them. It's Emily Kemp, who's now in Dead. Oh, yeah. It was her really? old band. Wow. And it was like freaky, electronic. She ran around and she amazing. just writes amazing pop songs and has an incredible voice. And yeah. I, was, I just, I mean, all my life has been like the undoing of rules or like the unlearning yeah, yeah. of what things are quote unquote supposed to be. And I was yeah. another moment where I was like, I, you can do anything. Yeah. 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 So that's that happened. So, that's awesome. It was they're so good. That happened. And then also I honestly, I was, I was drinking a lot. I was partying mm-hmm. and it was getting in the way of school. Mm-hmm, I was like, mm-hmm. I, I need to go do drugs more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like there's, I can't do drugs and then go to class. Yeah. As, yeah. Or like, a, yeah, I just, so I, I left after mm-hmm. a year and two months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you paint still? No, I, I desperately miss it though. Yeah. But it's also like a really expensive hobby. So expensive. <laughs> you need so many. It's, you need so many things and it's like messy. Like nice things. <laughs> yeah, you need so many nice things and it's really messy and like poisonous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. I feel like my extra money is already spent on music. Like yeah. that's, it's, music is for me an expensive. It doesn't have to be. But it, it is. But it is yeah. if you want to get nicer things. Do you yeah. do other forms of art or expressing uh, kind of I also I didn't like play music for a long time I like I sang I always loved to sing and my family's very creative my mom is a musical person and so we I just grew up singing all the time um but 
in college, I studied dance, like modern dance and uh, like poetry and theater and stuff. So I did that for a while, which I do kind of miss still. I don't think I was necessarily very good, but I loved it so much. Like really, really, really loved it. Brought me so much joy. I think that matters more. Yeah, I kind of think so too. Like I, and I realized like, I guess college is, that's why it's different than anything else that is a normal thing in the world. But like I did, like I was dancing more than I was doing anything. Like I was doing it almost seven days a week for like a few hours so a day. cool. Yeah, which is so, I was very fit. And I like <laughs> just like had, you know, and then there was just like, stu- it was just studio time. I just got to like move and be around other people who I really loved doing that. So that was special. Um, but now, I don't know. I uh, have this dream of... Uh, making movies which I don't I don't know really anything about but I love movies so much and I spend honestly most of my free time watching movies whether at home or at the movie theater um, just by myself and so I like really I like have the I don't like I, I, I don't know anything about it like actually like tangible knowledge but I would like to make a movie do you know my dad is a filmmaker really yes and I grew up I'm like always talk about I'm so inspired by movies there's so, like or just like the cinematics of anything yeah. i also worked at a movie theater did you for two years <laughs> and it like totally informed my personhood wow. yeah. and i used i i also at one point wanted to be an editor did you really of, wow of movies yeah. do you know the song movies by wise blood yes i do have you seen the video no i haven't seen oh the my video God, you, as a movie lover and just a person in general you have got to watch this okay. music video it's honestly one it. of the best music videos i've ever seen in my entire life Wow. Okay. I'll watch this it. This is so cool. I didn't know this about you. What kind, do you have any anything that you specifically want to oh, make, make a movie about? Kind of. I mean, I spent like everything from like high school to college until kind of now when I was like figuring out what it meant to be cool and like consuming <laughs> things that other people did that I thought were cool. Like I was just like watching all of these, like maybe not that good, but like talked about like indie flicks and I loved them. I like loved that they were really aesthetically pleasing and had really good soundtracks and people looked hot and um, they were like young and weird and awkward. And are you talking about like uh, Ranta July or like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like or any like, of like Noah Baumbach. Oh yeah. Stuff, like that kind of thing. I, but I, but it, like, it was always just, it was like all, always white people always. Mm-hmm. And then also just like not, necessarily that relevant to my life though one thing that a couple movies that really changed that was Barry Jenkins first film Medicine for Melancholy um I've never seen this. Barry Jenkins is who directed Moonlight um and If Beale Street Could Talk and he made this it's black and white and it's with I think almost an all black cast and it's shot in San Francisco in like early 2000s incredible it's so I will good. definitely watch yeah. this. But yeah, so mostly like I wanted, like I just had in my head that it would be so fun to make like a, like a cute, like romantic, not that serious, aesthetically pleasing film that just had like my, my people in it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like queer and black and like relevant to me. That's really, that's really all I want. Cause I haven't, like I see, like I see it in little places, but not that. Totally. I feel like I'm, that's what I do with everything. Like I'm just trying to make things that I like and that I want and that I don't find other places. So right. like, let me just make it myself. Damn. Well, 
you have to. No. Yeah, I think I do. <laughs> I think that I, I do. Feel like have that's to. what's next for you. Yeah, I see, and that's something I feel like I could do, like when I'm like 50. You know, yeah, like totally. I could do so much else until then, and just learn a lot and like have a lot of lives, and then go and do that later as like my third career. Fourth career. That's so fun. <laughs> yeah. So cool we get to live so many lives right? if we want. Yeah. Do you have any like second careers? I mean third, I guess, besides the other. Well, okay. Well, this isn't a career. I do want to dance. Yeah. I really want to dance. Yeah. And I feel it rising in me. <laughs> like I, I used to not want to dance so much and now I really want to dance. Oh my gosh. I want to dance. I mean, I really like taking photos, but I, that's, oh, yeah, I think that that will be a, a hobby forever. I think that will yeah. just be this, this fun hobby. I just like to remember. Mm. I mean, who doesn't? No, I'm very attached to that. I'm very, and like preservation mm-hmm. of, of things. Yeah. Yeah. Do, yeah. You, do you journal? I journal. Honestly, I mostly journal when I'm upset mm. or stressed out mm. to try if I, if I can't find out why on my own. I see. I'll do like free form journaling yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I'll get, I'll be like, yes, that's it. I, I see. It. I see. Um, but I find that I don't think that I'm a good writer. <laughs> I, ju- I just, I just, just plain and simple. I just like, I like writing lyrics. I've written some poems that I were, were not bad, that bad to me, but like, I just don't think I'm a good writer. Like whenever there's something that comes up where someone's like, can you write for this website or yeah. something? I'm like, I can try, but honestly, <laughs> I'm going to tell you now, I'm not a good writer. And they're like, no, I'm sure you are. Like, mm-hmm. I like talking to you or something. <laughs> it's like people think that I'll be good at comedy because they think I'm funny. Oh, and, I think or, you're or funny. Act, thank you. Um, I'm a horrible actor. <laughs> and people like, like do the joke and I something changes. Something like shifts and I turn into like a weird robot. <laughs> Um, that's yeah no so, I mean that kind of makes sense though I don't think that all funny people are good at being uh, like on stage funny right right I'm not good at either I you're funny that, I, <laughs> thanks I think that I can like be I can be jovial and like mm-hmm. like maybe entertaining if I, I'm trying but I don't like I, w- I wouldn't consider myself a funny person and I hate comedy also. <laughs> I, I hate <laughs> laughing. I love to laugh. I um, hate to watch other people try to make me laugh. I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah, I do. There's some, well, just, you know, some of it. I like comedy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm, t- I'm too jokey. Like, it frustrates people. Um, you did talk about that time you got in trouble for making a joke, but they thought it was serious. Oh God, and this, this, will, yeah. this is literally what, what I think for- about <laughs> every night before I go to sleep is a joke I made on stage that offended a House of Vans employee in August 2018. <laughs> and I cannot let it go. And I, until I will... I cannot find the person. Like, I yeah. don't know what they look like. I, I don't yeah. know their name. You'll never be... Yeah. I just, I just hope... I hope that there are... They're out there and they're not, they're not upset. <laughs> I think I end up being maybe a little too, too, like if I'm on stage making a joke, I think it comes off as, as harsh sometimes. I think that it, it, most people, I've noticed this. It's really, really, I think it's really hard to be funny on stage. Okay, yeah, like okay. as a, as a musician. As, yeah. Like while you're just in the middle of playing your songs. Yeah. yeah. Like even last night, the kick pedal broke. Um, and oh. I made a joke about it later in the set. I was like, we were going to do something different, but the kick pedal broke and like did this weird thing. I was like, sometimes the kick pedal breaks. Sometimes it's like a dog. You're five dogs and not a doctor. And, um, 
I think everyone was like, oh, she's really upset. <laughs> she's like being very weird. She must be very upset. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. I, I'm fine. I like it. I'm having fun. <laughs> I really feel like on stage to communicate, to you have to be like, I'm really having yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. I th- and I think that's what people, <laughs> I realize I smile a lot when I play. Yes. It's so I beautiful and wonderful. Oh my God. It's just, the be- it's Always. such a... You can't do, not smile watching you smile. I do have smile. a nice time, but I think it also becomes like a, like kind of like a nervous thing when I start to become hyper aware of people looking at me. I'm like, I'm having a great time. And then that's what I like default to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I smile, I can't sing right. Mm. So I try not to look at anyone because mm. then they make me smile. Oh, that's cute. And then I, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, I said Clay from Grape Tooth was mm-hmm. was like right side stage mm-hmm. when I and I like went over to Sen with my microphone for this part that we start together, mm-hmm. and Clay like did a funny face and a wave, <laughs> and then I just laughed through the first line. So I was, I was like, I swallowed a bird. <laughs> I just that's fun. Though. It is fun. Uh, yeah, it's better than I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> It's not a competition. It's not better than. Yeah, yeah. No, everything is just as it should be. I think you're going to smile so hot tomorrow. I definitely am. You're going to smile. I mean, I am. I'm, I think I'm really going to enjoy it, but I, yeah, I, think I probably so too. will I, smile I just, a lot. I just know that you will. <laughs> <laughs> I am hoping. So I, I mentioned to you I'm wearing this dress. That yes. I, it's like big and floofy and chiffon and tulle. and um, so fun. Yeah, I did. I think I'm trying to decide is it's very, it's see-through at the top. Mm-hmm. And um, I like tried it on for my mom the other day. I lived with my mom mm-hmm. and she wasn't, number one, wasn't as excited as I thought she would be. I <laughs> oh, think just because that. Like, that happened to me last night with my outfit. <laughs> Kyan and Omni were like, I was like, this is the outfit. And they were like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, I'm changing. I'm changing right now. <laughs> yeah, I think she just wasn't expecting it. I think it was like a little bit more than, oh, a little okay. different than maybe, but it's it's see-through and she was like, you can really see your nipple. Um, I was like, yeah, mom, it's cool. Like people can see nipples now. Yeah. Like it's fine. But she psyched me out and now I'm damn. like, damn, I can't. Is it that you can see the outline of it or that you can fully see like it's the color, like the difference. Yeah, I think you can. I think you can kind of fully see it, which I'm usually fine with, because it's. I just like I. I think it would be distracting. Okay, for sure. Yeah, I mean, if it if it will be distracting to you, yeah, to think about, yeah, then I wear something under. It, yeah, I think it. that's what I will do. I was actually, I actually had the same exact thing happen last night. <laughs> Did you? Where I was going to fully have my nipples out. Yeah. Like, I just in the end, it just yeah. ended up being. I was like, why am I stressing about this? Yeah, I should just if you not think about it too much. Yeah. Yeah. But it will, I think it will look nice. I'm going to fully sweat through it, but uh, it's all right. I can't wait to see it. My special outfit that I had an artist made. Did I tell you about the package getting lost? No. Yes. Oh, no. You had a special outfit. I had a special outfit made by Annabelle P. Lee, an artist I like. Um, Well, she was lending me something from her personal collection. Incredible. Out of the kindness of her heart, not even charging me, and... I guess that it got misdelivered to just a random address oh. differently. Like my regular mail person was oh, out and they were like, oh, we're no. going to get it back. And then they just couldn't. <gasps> Her own personal yes. special collection item. Yes. That's terrible. It was, a, it was a pants and matching jacket. Wow. I know. Oh, no. It was bad. Oh, <laughs> but no. My roommate uh, or old roommate, Alex Hotch, saved the day and made me. Oh, yeah. Okay. The pants I thought I was those pants looked familiar. 
Yes, she saved the day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, they looked they looked really great. Thank you. <laughs> kind of tie-dye. Kind of yeah, kind of tie-dye. Yeah. Kind of tie-dye. They have wind socks on them like pictures. Oh, wow. Of wind socks. She wow. just she loves wind socks. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that happened with my outfit is when I showed it to my I showed like my band a selfie mm-hmm. that I had taken and the first thing that they said was, are those the shoes you're going to wear? And I'm just waiting for someone to like, just really l- love it. Love it. Do you want to show me as our last thing? Do you want to show yeah. me? Yes. Sneak peek. <laughs> I love it. I truly do love okay, it. Okay, great. Oh, oh my, God, my I gosh. Love it that's so such much. a relief. <laughs> it's like, it has like two different. I also don't have a problem with the shoes. I'm just going to wear my, yeah, my docks, which like go with I everything. I love this outfit. Thanks. Oh my God. I love it. Thanks. I'm not- and when I, if I like bounce, it'll like kind of bounce a little bit. We're just building suspense so people can, yeah. I fully love it so much. Great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so I'm going to look great. That's the consensus. Yes, look fantastic. <laughs> we'll do fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been really, really fun. You know what I think we should do sometime? What? I would love to make a song with you. Yes. <laughs> I think yes, that would be really nice. I would nice. love to make a song together. Yeah. That would be amazing. Since we know we know everything about the other person now, so mm-hmm. we're yes. ready to um, <laughs> become lifelong collaborators. No more mystery, <laughs> just collaborating. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for doing this with me. Yeah, thank you. It was so fun. Yeah, really nice. Thanks for having us, Talk House. <laughs> so, and, uh, our sponsors, um, Milk. <laughs> <laughs> milk, juice. And uh, see, you, see you next time. Talk, to you. <laughs> Talk to you later. Okay. Lily West, Tasha Vietz Van Leer, thank you so much for taking time out of what we know was a completely crazy Pitchfork weekend to join us here on the TalkHouse podcast. Yeah, mere moments after we finished recording, the park was evacuated for a really crazy thunderstorm. (laughs) Well, the the weather gods waited until this conversation was done. (laughs) Yeah. They knew a good one when they heard it. This talk was recorded in Chicago by Joe Darnaby and in New York by Mark Yoshizumi, who's also our co-producer. For all behind-the-scenes content, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at TalkHouse. And also, head over to TalkHouse.com to read Lily's conversation with Oliver Kalb from Bellows. The TalkHouse podcast theme song was composed and performed by The Range. Till next week, I'm Ellie Einhorn. I'm Annie Fell. Peace. Bye. And milk and juice. <laughs> <laughs>